What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Fulfillment Podcast, where we help discover a better you by finding fulfillment in life, relationships, and finance. I'm your host, Josh, and in this episode, we're talking about not holding back. And this was fueled off of the last one we did, 46, on knowing and not questioning when something is right for you. When you're in alignment and everything's figured out for you, you got it figured out, you're straight, and you'll kind of have that like gut feeling, right? You're going to know, and that's you being aligned with your higher self. Now, what happens once you're in that spot? What do you do? What kind of effort do you give it? What kind of, uh, I guess, walls or barriers do you put up? You know, all that kind of stuff. That's what I want to talk about in this one because it's super important, right? People ask. Um, one of the one of the questions I got after the last episode was, okay, well, how do you know, like, if they're right? How do you know, you know, like, basically trusting your gut that it is right? What kind of effort do you put in if they're not putting any effort in, or if they are putting effort, whatever? Um, how much do you put into this, right? So basically asking kind of like, what barriers do you build? What barriers do you put up? You know, do you knock them down? Do you approach it like full trust? Do you kind of hold back and wait and see what they're doing? Um, super kind of open-ended question, but it's a good one because I think it, it lends relevance to a lot of people, especially people who are looking at changing and getting into a new job or a new relationship um, or even just kind of like the relationship you're in anyway. So want to talk about this. I want to talk about it. Something that I talked with, um, the interview we did with Brett Knitson, talking about the effort that you put into something and the results that you get out of it as a result of what you put in and how those correlate. So it basically becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy. If you remember him talking, he talks about when you approach whatever it is you're trying to do, relationship, job, career, uh, new venture, whatever it is you're, you're approaching to do, it all starts with the first thing the mindset you approach it with. If you approach it with the I think I can mindset or the I'm going to make it work mindset or the I don't think I can mindset, each one of those has a different level of energy that you're going to put into it, different amount of effort, right? That you're going to you're going to put forth into whatever it is that you're trying to do, you know, relationship, job, new venture, whatever it is, okay? So, you figure out what you want to do. You you your mindset is tied into that, and then you put the effort in that's correlated to whatever that mindset is. Now, as a result, the effort you put into it, if you think you give this kind of sort of want it mindset you start with, you're going to give it kind of sort of want it effort, right? Okay, I think it's going to work, but I don't know. And you put that kind of effort into it. Now, as a result, what kind of result you think that's going to end up in? Well, you're going to end up with that, yeah, I think I kind of make it work, yeah, whatever, you know, result. Now, okay, now when you, when you get that result, you're like, ha, see, I knew I could thought I sort of could do it, I was right. And then you reinstate and reinforce that mindset. And then it's a self-fulfilling prophecy, right? That's the prophecy that you build for yourself. You're never going to be like, eh, I think I can. And then all of a sudden you're like, yeah, I fucking did it. Yeah, because I gave it my all. No, you're going to give it like, meh, I think I can kind of effort. And that's the kind of result that you're going to get. And then you're going to self-fulfill that. And you'll be like, see, I told myself I knew I could do it or I knew I couldn't do it, right? You're going to be like, no, I knew it wasn't going to work. And that's the same bullshit that people feed themselves all the time. Now, let's dive into this on the relationship side. When you get into a relationship, if you do the same thing in the relationship, you're going to end up with the same bullshit going on in the relationship. And you'll be like, I can't really trust people, you know, whatever. Guys are guys are cheaters, guys are liars, or girls are cheaters, girls are liars. They're never going to work. And then you kind of keep the barriers up and you keep treating it the same way in the relationship that way. And then as a result, that ends up happening and they don't, they don't like being around you and they don't trust you. And then before you know it, you're like, oh, I knew it. I knew that relationship was going to happen that way. I knew they were going to leave me, right? And then you end up fulfilling the prophecy. And then it just it's this fucking endless cycle that you end up putting yourself in. 
So you have to approach, it's, it's understanding the mindset you approach things with is the result that you're gonna get out because you're gonna put that effort in and that's what you're gonna get in the end of this. So you have to, you have to kind of like wrap your head around this. Also, kind of like fun fact here, people that matter to you, people that actually are gonna be somebody that's with you for a long time and kind of like helping you through this whole thing, they actually like when you go all the way in. When, they, when you give it your all, people like that about you. A lot of people are like, oh, I don't know, you know, I'm not going to give it my all because I don't, I don't trust it or I don't think it's going to work or him and a haunt about one thing or another, right? All these different things that they, they think are going to come up, all these different contingencies. And the, the truth of the matter is, fuck those people. Fuck, if they are not supporting you, fucking cut them out. Who cares? I don't care if it's mom, dad, brother, sister, aunt, cousin, uncle, whoever it is, best friend, friend for 20 years, whatever. If they're not going to support you and what you feel in your gut is the right thing that you need to do, cut them out because they're not going to help you get there. You got to you got to remove resistance, and by removing resistance, you got to remove the people that aren't going to help you pursue and fulfill the things that you're trying to take off and do. Right. So I, I kind of did that. I'll be honest with you guys, I did that with my family when I first started doing all the different ventures and everything. I I mean, they still kind of don't really know everything I do. Um, but I didn't tell them anything and because I was doing like YouTube channels and Instagram pages and like all this stuff on that side, buying real estate. And I just, I knew they weren't going to be able to wrap their head around. I got out of a military career that was paying me very, very handsomely. And I gave it all up for pursuing something that has kind of never been done before in my family. And I knew it wasn't going to be supported. So I never brought it to them. And as a result, I never went to them for support on it. Now, of course, you know, they've come around realizing how successful it is and that it works and all this stuff. So like, you know, they've, they've come back into the circle and now, you know, they're, they're helping out and they're a little more supportive about it. But to start off, they weren't part of the circle. I cut them out because it wasn't working for me. It wasn't something that was going to help me pursue and get to where I needed to go. I knew I was going to doubt myself enough as it was. I didn't need someone else feeding it. I needed to be around people that were going to discourage me from being discouraged and we're going to actually help me and push, push me to, to move forward. So I, I had to surround myself with those kind of people um, and those kind of mindsets. So books and YouTube and podcasts and stuff, right? So I just surround myself with those kind of things in order to push myself through these times where you doubt yourself and all that stuff. So people actually, the people that matter to you actually like when you give it your all. If they're not somebody that's gonna, that doesn't matter to you, cut them out and don't give a flying fuck about them because it doesn't matter. They, they're not going to help you push, right? So just kind of keep that in your mind. There's a fun quote uh, I think Jason Capital said. He said, the world teaches us that what's important is only important to the people that aren't important to us. So fuck it. <laughs> the, the moral of the story, fuck them. You don't need them, right? Get them out. And that's maybe one of the hardest things to do. But when you start going after yourself, when you start violently pursuing who you are and you don't hold back and you cut the shit out of your life, dude, I'm telling you, the, the floodgates open and things start working out for you like incredibly. Now, let's talk about giving a half-ass effort in something, okay? So don't ever just like test the waters. If you're sitting there and you're just trying to like test the waters, you're just trying to see, right? You're giving it that, eh, maybe I can do it kind of effort, right? Then you kind of, you, you, you got to understand your mindset's telling you right now that it, whatever you're doing is not going to work. And this is super important when we're talking about relationships. When you look at somebody and you're getting into a relationship with them or you're pursuing a relationship, right? So you're, you're, you're meeting them, you're hanging out with them more, um, you're going on a second date, third date, fourth date, whatever, and you start to get them to know them better, you start to 
question, right? If you want to take it to the next step, if you want to be like, hey, let's actually go study. Let's actually be boyfriend, girlfriend, date, hang out and declare, you know, the two of us. Um, and that changes the mindset, right? That inherently will change the thought or the way that you see that person. Maybe, I mean, not, I'm not saying you're going to like change the way you see them, but you, you kind of understand what I'm saying, right? You're not, you're not pursuing anybody else. You're more or less telling them, Hey, I'm going to be just with you. And that for a lot of people changes, changes things, right? It does. And, and, and that's inherently the way it is. Now, if you decide to get in a relationship and you go into it with the impression that you are not necessarily going to open all the way up, right? You are going to hold back on some things or you're going to blame your past or you're going to blame some instant with your parents or your dad or your mom or your past relationships or whatever the hell you're going to come up with bullshit in your head to tell yourself that you're not going to open all the way up because you don't trust people, then you're going to get that same kind of result in the end in your relationship. So if you go into it and you're like, I got these walls built up because I don't trust because my last relationship cheated on me or they left me early or whatever, and I'm not going to open all the way up because I just don't know yet if you're the right person or whatever, I got something for you. I got some fun news for you. You ain't ready. Stop and don't get into the relationship because you are not ready for a relationship if that's the way you're going to approach it. That's how you know. That's the easiest tell way for you to know if you are ready to be getting into a relationship or not. If you're going to approach it with some like some breaks on or the walls up or whatever the heck, you're not you're not ready for the relationship. Don't get in the relationship because you're not giving it your all. Just like with business, if you start a job and I I learned this right because I was still like in the military, I was kind of toting around with you know the property management stuff and buying real estate, and I kind of was like fucking around with it, but wasn't really sure. Didn't want to commit all the way because I had a steady job, but whatever. You're not going to make it successful unless you dive in, unless you give it your all. And that's 100% true in business, and that is 100% true in relationships too. You have to be able to dive into a relationship with the barriers down and the walls down and give it your all. Otherwise, you're going to create a self-fulfilling prophecy of failure for the relationship. Now, if that's what you want, by all means, have fucking fun with that. That is not something that I'm willing to settle for. And I know the right people for you, right? The high value kind of people, which if you're pursuing a relationship, you should be high value one yourself. Two, you should be pursuing a high value person as well. And any high value person is going to be comfortable enough with themselves to say, hey, listen, you're not ready for a relationship. Goodbye. And they're going to walk away. And you have to understand that if that's what you're looking for, then it's, it's not going to work for you. It's just not because you're not ready. You're not there yourself. So you have to make sure that you take the proper actions and you take the proper steps and time alone to be able to get yourself to that point. Now, if that resonates with you, you're on, you're starting to like, you're taking the red pill. You're starting to see things a little bit more clearly. You start to take some responsibility for the way things are going. If you're listening to this podcast, you're half the way there already. Now, the next step is to start taking the responsibility and understand, am I there or or am I not there? And if this is the word and the message that you need to hear before you get to that point, then good. I'm glad you're listening to this episode and I'm glad it finally hit you. If somebody shared this with you and you're listening to it, I'm glad it got all the way to you because this is the most important piece when we start talking about how we're going to make a relationship successful. Are we going to create a self-fulfilling prophecy that's doomed to fail or are we going to go into it with a full head and full capabilities and give it everything we've got because we want to make sure that we have a stable, healthy relationship. If both partners go into it with just full-on everything, 
then the relationship almost is guaranteed to work, right? If, if both people are going at something with the I'm going to make it at it, make it work attitude, and I'm not going to hold back, I'm not going to, you know, none of this stuff, those are the relationships that make it, and they last for, for a very, very long time, usually until somebody dies. That relationship lasts, and then most of the time when someone does pass away, that person stays single until they pass away, right? So those are the beautiful relationships that last years and years and years, lifetimes, really. Okay, and we all, I think, pursue that. We all desire to have a relationship like that. And I'm telling you right now, when you get into a relationship, do not half-ass it. If you're going to half-ass it, do not get into the relationship. Take your dating profiles down. Stop talking to people. Stop hitting on people at the bars, the volleyball games, or wherever the fuck you meet other people. Like, stop it. You're not ready for a relationship. You're just not. If you are, then you wouldn't be holding back. You wouldn't be like... I have trust issues. You wouldn't be doing that. If you're ready for a relationship, that shit, that, that shit, just throw it overboard. You don't need it. You need to make this work. You want to make this work. You want to be happy. You want to be healthy. Get over it. Okay? That's, that's the biggest message. If I can give you anything to take away from this, that's the way you need to approach a relationship. If it doesn't make sense, here's why that's the case. So to, to specifically, if that hasn't answered your question already, and you know who you are, if that hasn't answered your question, here's some some... I guess, deeper detail into why you have to give everything. Take a look at the mindset track, right? So what it is, it's a circle that I'm, I draw essentially, and there's three points, almost like a triangle inside the circle. And at the three different points, those are the, the three stages, if you will, as you go around the circle. The top one's the mindset. Whatever you put into it, that's the mindset you're going to start with, and that's the kind of energy you're going to give it. Now at the second mark, right, the second corner of the triangle, that is the effort that you decided to put in. Mindset starts, gives you the kind of effort you're going to put in. Now that effort translates to the results that you're going to see. And then the results that you're going to see are either going to confirm or deny whatever that mindset is that you started with. Most likely what happens 100%, not 100% of the time, but damn near always, is the mindset you start with at the top determines the energy you put in, which determines the result that you end up with, which is which re enforces the mindset that you started with okay so self-fulfilling prophecy this happens in everything this isn't just relationships i'm using relationships as an example because that's how the question was asked but it happens with everything okay don't don't forget jobs careers uh random ass fucking opportunities that come up all sorts of things okay the mindset you start with is the mindset you end up with if you approach the situation with the mindset of i was burned in the past and I don't want to give this my all because I want some barriers down. And if they're the right person for me, if they're the good person for me, they're going to break the barriers down. They're going to get me to open up. And it's all going to work out from there. Here's why that's fucked up and not going to happen. If you're looking for somebody, okay, so if you're looking for somebody that's that's got their shit together, right? The high value kind of person, somebody that's really gone through the work and all that stuff, they're not going to want you. They're going to they're gonna be with you for a little bit or they're going to see you a couple times and be like, yeah, you got to, you, nah, like you got to figure your shit out. I've done this. Okay. I've met girls that are like, oh yeah, I got a relationship a couple weeks ago. Like I just, I don't know. I'm not quite there. He's cheating on me. Like just kind of going through a hard spot. And I'm like, oh, what the fuck are you trying to date for? Like you idiot. This is not going to work. Like I'm not looking for somebody that I'm, I'm going to start dragging through the healing process. Like you have to come to that relationship, like that realization yourself, right? If you're in the closed phase. You have to move to the open phase on your own. If you don't, I'm trying to do it for you, and it's never going to set. You have to want to do that on your own. I can't do it for you. I can help you once you've done it. I can help you move past that and like grow and get better, but you got to come to the realization first on your own. So high-quality person isn't going to want to be with you. 
Now, if you do meet somebody and they take you under the wing and they try and help you and whatever and they see you, what happens is they're going to see you as a project. Okay, girls do this a lot because I think girls like to know that a guy relies on them, gives you a little bit more stability, a little bit more um, safe mindset, right? That that guy's not going to cheat, not going to leave or whatever. If you're taking care of him, it almost looks like he's dependent on you. So I think that builds this sort of sense of like stability and security in the back of your mind so that the guy is not going to leave and you're almost like happier that way. Okay. Here's why that's fucked up. Because if you're with somebody like that, they're not squared away themselves. Now what happens is you're both going to be reliant on each other for happiness. And if something comes up to where one person's not happy or one person doesn't feel fulfilled, they're going to take it out on the other person. This a lot of times can come in the form of grudges. This can come in the form of retaliation. This can come in the form of, you know, to get more extreme, like cheating and all that kind of stuff. Okay. So when you start getting to the point where you're both relying on each other for the happiness, in the relationship for that peace of mind for whatever, right? The one person sees the other person as a project. You're not, you're not taking care of yourself. You're, you're relying on the other person to take care of you. And that responsibility shouldn't fall on the other person. It hundred percent is on you. You have to come to the relationship yourself. If you don't, it's not going to work because you're going to build resent. You're going to build a hate. You're going to build anger and all this other stuff. Okay. So it's, it's, it's going to lead to the relationship crumbling in a sense. Now, does it work? Sure. Do I think it, it ultimately holds for a very long time and is like incredibly stable. N- no, no, I don't. I, I think it does work in 99 or it doesn't work in 99.9% of relationships. I think there's a very small thin chance that it does work every now and then, but I, I still always believe that, uh, that somebody feels like they're settling in the relationship. If both people come to the relationship whole, then neither person feels like they're settling. If somebody is not whole, then the other person will feel like they're settling or the person who isn't whole will feel like they are settling. If they haven't taken the time to heal themselves and to to gain control of their life and to rest their mindset, they come into the relationship that maybe the guy isn't healed and didn't, hasn't taken the time to to heal himself, gets in a relationship with the girl, girl's taking care of him, all this stuff. Then he gets to a point where he does feel better and he is back kind of like on his feet and he is pulling his weight and he is doing the things that he needs to do to feel fulfilled. But what happens is, is then he realized I settled for a girl because she was taking care of me. I no longer need her to take care of me. I am not interested in her the same way I was at the time that I needed her. And he will not feel fulfilled. This will build resent in the back of his mind. He will want to spend less time with her. He will want to do less things with her. He will feel less fulfilled when they spend maybe quality time or gifts with each other or whatever, right? Holidays and stuff. He'll feel less fulfilled and this will ultimately crumble in the back of his mind and he won't want to spend time with her, which will then deteriorate her and it leads to a separation. At least it should. It should because you shouldn't be with somebody that that treats you that way. You you absolutely should not. You should be single and alone before you get with somebody that's like that. But it'll deteriorate the relationship and if it doesn't, that's when you look at all these like, I mean like trailer park families or whatever where people are just pissed. They're always angry at each other. Nobody's fucking happy. They're always doom and gloom and everything's miserable for him all the time no matter what like you don't want that but that's what happens in those relationships somebody feels like they can build someone else up like a project and then once that person gets to the point where they're better then they're like oh fuck like i settled and they're just miserable all the time they don't have the balls or the guts to to break up with the person and actually pursue being happy and be alone like they're supposed to in the amount of time they're supposed to and they stick with the person and then they just get their the whole life is shit I know this from experience. This is 100% the way my marriage went. 
I was not comfortable by myself. I was not comfortable alone. I settled for somebody who was not the way I saw myself. I saw myself to be a certain caliber. I settled for somebody far below the caliber that I thought I was. And when I was healed, right? So I was, I was doing my thing. I was cranking it out. I was going after everything. I was like, fuck, this is like, I feel like I deserve somebody way better. And it led to resentment and it built up resentment. And I wanted to spend less time with her and I, you know, didn't want to do activities with her and I did not care about her as much. And, you know, it's just, it's not, it's not healthy. It's not good. I don't want you guys to repeat the same mistakes that I've done. So that's kind of the, hopefully that's, that's an answer to your question. Um, but I just, I, I got to get that out there because you got to be able to put, when you get into a relationship, right, you got to be able to trust the other person. And I know it's hard and I know it's ballsy. And I know that it means you got to put like your heart kind of like out on the line. You have to put everything out there. If you don't, then you're, you're selling yourself short and you're not giving the relationship a good, an honest chance. You have to approach the relationship with the ability to give it all. And if you can't do that, right, if you can't do that, then you're not ready to get into a relationship. So don't start. Don't try and do it. If you cannot approach something with giving it your all, with, with letting down the barriers and letting down the walls to your heart, then you're not ready for the relationship and don't get in one. But if you are, if you are ready for the relationship, go into it 100%. And it's, it's, it's risky, right? So here's, here's the thing. It's risky when you go into a relationship that way and it, it, it opens the potential for being hurt because you give, you give somebody everything you've got. You give that other person everything that is you. You give it to them. And, and they could very well walk away from that. But I encourage you to do it anyway, because if the relationship has any chance of working, it has to happen in order for that to occur. It has to. At 100%, both parties have to do that. And if you're healed and your heart is whole and you've spent the time you need to on your own by yourself, then you're going to be able to do that and you're going to be able to recognize when somebody else can't do that and you're going to be able to walk away. Okay. And you, and you can't put the happiness of somebody else in front of the happiness for yourself. And it sounds selfish, but I, it is not selfish because if you put someone else's happiness in front of your own, it is going to deteriorate you. And as a result, you will deteriorate the relationship and you will destroy the other person more so than if you just walked away. If you walked away for your own reasons. This is the, the, the example is um, that first relationship I got into after my divorce. It was, it was exactly that. And I don't know if she recognized this at the time, but it was exactly that same thing where she put her own happiness in front of my own and knew it was essentially going to, to destroy me. But she put herself in front of it and it wasn't selfish. Well, you know, it may seem like it at the time. It was not selfish. And here's why is because she understood that if she settled and didn't kind of like kept this relationship going, that it was just going to continue to eat her up. And as a result, it was kind of already happening towards the end of the relationship. She wasn't giving the relationship what she needed to, to, to make it work. She was, she was doing some, uh, what seemed like shady, you know, things, whatever, but she wasn't giving the relationship everything that she should have been. And as a result, it was destroying me. And I was recognizing that. And she's like, you know what? This isn't, you know, she didn't break up with me. I ended up breaking up with her, but it was because a result of she was not giving the relationship what she should have been. I was recognizing that and I walked away. Really, she wanted to. I don't think she just didn't have the guts to do it. And I sadly uh, did, but it was probably the most painful thing I've ever done. <laughs> so 
just to give you guys a clear, very, very, very clear example of what it looks like. Like it does, it sucks and it hurts, but you got to be able to put yourself first. It's not being selfish. It's being selfless because you're ultimately not dragging out something that you and your heart are not ready for. And that's the most important thing to remember. You have to be able to approach relationship with a hundred percent. And if you question that at any point, do not get started in the relationship. And you'll know, you know, in your heart, right? You know, in your gut, back to the last episode, back to 46, you know, if it's right, that is your higher self. You're connecting with your higher self telling you, and you're getting those feelings. And if you don't have that feeling that it's a hundred percent right for you, then don't get started. You may have some more healing to do. You have, you may have some more stuff to go through, or the person just may not be ready for you. Girls, listen, if the guy says he's not interested or this isn't the right time or whatever, he's just not interested. That's the truth of the matter. We, we have that feeling in our heart, right? That we think that that's the way it is. We got that gut feeling. Well, that's actually what it is. Listen to your gut feeling. That's the truth of the matter. Same thing with the dudes out there. If the girl is saying she's just not interested, not interested, or this just isn't the right time, or, you know, she's got some stuff to do. She's not interested. It's not going to work. Let it go. And that may be the hardest pill in the world to swallow, but it's the truth. Let it go. Sooner you do that, sooner you realize that the better off you're going to be. It's just not their time. It's you're you're not their person, and they're as a result not your person. There's somebody better out there. Think about the last person you were in a relationship with. Did you think that that person existed before you met him? Nope. I can tell you right now. Uh, looking back at some of the relationships I've had, I don't think that person existed before I met him. I mean, I, I guess you kind of hope, right? You kind of hope there's somebody else out there, but you don't know until you meet them. And then when you do meet them, you're like, damn. You're like the coolest thing in the world. Like you are the best thing in the world. I'd be like, man, I never knew like you would be a real person. Well, guess what? That same thing is happening right now in the future for you. There is that perfect person. There is that somebody. If you already found that somebody, congratulations, well done. But if you haven't, then guess what? That person that you can't quite fathom, that person that you met before, before you even knew that they existed, that person exists in your future. Whoops, totally just smoked my mic. Um. But that person exists in your future. It's the coolest thing. It's the coolest thing. When you start realizing that, that's when you're like, oh, okay, I got to trust the universe. I got to trust because this stuff's going to work out. It's going to happen again. You're going to meet that person. Yeah. So don't you want to be ready when you do meet them? Don't you want to be ready to give them their all? Don't you want to ready, be ready to trust and, and come at a relationship with them with no barriers in place? Your heart open and ready to rock? That's how you got to That's how you gotta look at it. That person's out there. They're going to come into your life. Do everything you can to prepare yourself because once you do meet them, you want to be able to give everything you got because they, they want to be able to do the same thing, right? They they need to be able to do the same thing for you and you're going to do the same thing for them and that's what's going to lead to a successful relationship down the road. You guys have to both be able to approach it with your hearts wide the fuck open, totally vulnerable to just getting crushed, but at the same time, that's how it's going to work. It's how it's going to be successful. All right. That's, I think, the coolest thing. So I hope that answers your question um, from uh, from last week when you sent it in. But I think that's uh, that's the most beautiful relationship ex- like experience slash advice that I could give because I've, I've, I've lived through it. I've done it. I've, I've recognized it. And that's, that's the way it is. You have to be able to approach something give it your all. If you don't give it your all, then you're going to end up with the results of not giving it your all. And it's going to be kind of shitty. But you're just going to continue to fulfill the prophecy. And the moment that you take the red pill and you realize the truth and you acknowledge it and you start fixing it and you start working on it, that's the moment when things start working for you. That's the moment when you let go of the outcome 
you let go of the way you yourself think it has to happen and you, you start becoming open to the way that it's actually going to happen the best for you and everything starts falling into place. It's pretty cool stuff, but you can't be attached to the, to the outcome of what you want in your head and the way you think it's supposed to work. So that's all I got for today, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. Like always, go over to Instagram, fulfillment underscore podcast. Send me a DM. Let me know what you guys like, what you don't like. As always, pay the fee. Share this with somebody that needs to hear it. Share it with somebody that you uh, think could really benefit from this information. If you guys like the episode and you like the content and you took some value away, head over to Apple Podcasts. Make sure you guys like and subscribe there as well as leave a review. Drop some five stars. Let me know if there's anything that we can always do to improve. DMs are always the best way to go. Hold me on Instagram. And thank you guys so much for tuning in. We'll see you in the next one. See ya.